Welcome to Season 2, Episode 48 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can ac- access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard-Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Hey, good to be here. Okay, as usual, this has been a very busy week. And for episode number 48, the topic is Republicans acting badly. (laughs) Today we have... Republicans acting like Republicans. (laughs) True, true. Today we have two sets of five bits of information for you. First, the five, th- the five things Republicans did this week that should make us very, very afraid. And second, the five things we must do to make sure we win and win big in both 2023, there are some state elections in 2023, and 2024. Okay, number one. The House voted along party lines earlier this week to keep serial liar and indicted New York Republican Congressman George Santos in his seat. A little while later, outside on the Capitol steps, New York Congressman Jamal Bowman, who was a previous middle school's principal, may I add, was shouting about how Santos should resign. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who of course supports Santos, shouted back. She then declared in a, in a tweet and on video about how the big black Jamal Bowman was making her feel unsafe. This, of course, is what gets black men killed. The imagined danger of the white woman to the white woman by the big black man. She also neglected to, to mention how she has attacked people constantly, including her fellow congresspeople, over the past couple of years. Her backup team is the Proud Boys. Exactly, exactly. Including harassing on the sidewalk one of the teenage survivors of the Parkland school shooting. Number two. In North Carolina, the Republican supermajority in the legislature overrode the governor's veto of the 12-week abortion ban. It would have taken only one Republican to to keep the veto. The New York Republicans have the supermajority because a former Democrat who ran and won as a Democrat just months ago, including saying that she was for reproductive rights, switched her part, switched parties and because she said that the Democrats were being mean to her. Number three, Marjorie Taylor Greene again. She wrote up proposals to impeach Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Secretary of Homeland Security, Alexandro Mayorkas, the Attorney General of D.C., and Merrick Garland. Green said that the um, D.C. AG, the District of Columbia Attorney General, wasn't concentrating on crime in D.C., and he should leave the, the, the January 6th insurrectionists alone. Of course, ironically, she doesn't realize that the crimes of January 6th 
were happened in D.C. Duh. Number four, the Republican committee chair, Jim Jordan, had another hearing for his weaponization of the federal government by the Democrats, of course. He complained that the FBI fired three of their employees who directly or indirectly participated on January 6th and that their allegiance to the United States was questionable. This is what the FBI said about these three men who one of them actually helped to show the insurrectionist directions around the Capitol. And so they were all fired because they are, they were going against FBI policy. And when he, and when Jordan was challenged about one of those previous employees getting money from Trump advisor Cash Patel, Jordan said that the accused employee had four children to take care of. Well, that person should have applied for unemployment like everybody else who loses their job. And number five, Kevin McCarthy and the House Republicans are refusing to put forth a clean debt ceiling bill. They are still confusing negotiating on the budget with the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling is for money that has already been spent. That's like you getting your credit card bill and saying, I'm not going to pay this. I'd like to negotiate on what I'm going to do in the next couple of months to keep my expenses down. But meanwhile, I'm not going to pay this bill. The Republicans want draconian cuts and changes for the most vulnerable and lowest income producing people in in the United States while keeping their huge tax cuts in place. The United States is going to run out of money to pay their bills in possibly less than two weeks. Refusing to lift the debt ceiling will have massive negative ramifications for the U.S. economy, the global economy, and the standing of of America worldwide. Keith, do you have anything to add to these? Nothing to add, but just a few comments. One, uh, I think you're right. Well, you're definitely right when you talk about things that we should really be concerned about that that they've done just this past week. But I would also say... Well, I would urge rather not that we be afraid, but that it motivates us. Right, right, you right. Know, I have to think five because we shouldn't ever let what the Republicans do scare us. Mm-hmm. It should be because there's more of us than there are of them. It would scare so, us into action. I guess is what right mm-hmm. skew us into action and and and, and make us realize, you know, wake us up out of the stupor, realize just how important and how and how dangerous of a situation that we're really in. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the debt ceiling. And the ramifications of the debt ceiling, uh, President Biden's already seen that. I mean, when he said, when, uh, in his tour uh, around the world, mm-hmm. uh, was the G seven? Yeah, G seven was in, in 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 Japan. In Japan, and and some of the and and already he's being pulled. See, no, Janet Yellen, the right, Treasury Secretary, right. That she's being pulled, being pulled aside mm-hmm. because they want a lot of these countries. They want to know. What exactly is going to happen? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so they're already he's being pulled aside by other members by, by, at the, at the, at the other conference, nations, mm-hmm. other conference, because they want to know just how serious mm-hmm, it is, mm-hmm. what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is that it's all they're already concerned, right? And mm-hmm. and just right. for people who may not know, the G seven is 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 a conference of the seven largest um, and wealthiest democracies, actually the wealthiest democracies in the world. It used to be the G eight, but then uh, they voted to kick to kick Russia, Soviet Union, no, is it Russia, 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 not Russia. the Soviet Union anymore, to kick Russia out of the conference. But, so it's it's seven of the 
wealthiest democracies in the world, and they have this conference every year. And also, speaking of how it's affecting our standing, after the G7, Biden was going to go to Australia and Papua New Guinea because he's worked so hard to uh, strengthen ties in the Asia-Pacific region. And so that was going to be an add-on to his trip, unfortunately, because he has to be here to oversee the, the debt ceiling. He cut that part of his trip short. And so the, the people in Australia, in, in that, they just canceled the whole thing. If America's not going to be here, we might as well right. not meet. And, that, and, that's a, and that's another point of concern because that's a very important, like you said, he's been working on that a very long time. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately, at least with Australia, Australia mm-hmm. has, has publicly, uh, the prime minister has said that they you know, they understand. Right. And he hasn't right. expressed uh, a feeling that, you know, we're going down the tube, mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. But it's but it's clear that this is a situation that could potentially destabilize the entire world. The and entire so, world, so, so not just the United States. States. The world. So everybody around the world is watching this extremely closely mm-hmm. with what's going on. And also in terms of, and I, you may have brought this up, but the former guy had already made some comments about telling the Republicans not to quote unquote not fold and for the not to fold until they get everything that they want because they from the Democrats in the so-called negotiations and at that point that's when the Republicans walked away from the table right and but again we already know that they're taking marching orders from Trump that's not new but what also what this may be, and from Marjorie Taylor Green and Marjorie Taylor Green but Trump but Marjorie Taylor Green's taking orders from Mark Trump right right and so what so but what this could mean and we'll see is that because they said they until the Senate passes what they want the Senate will never pass what they want right exactly and so so that's a, so what what remains to be seen now is this could all as as much as they've been trying to wave the flag and talk about the uh, the they've got the what do you call the the balance of powers in their favor. Right, you right, know, right, right. You know, they've so I but it's looking like more and more like they they don't. Because, right. Because once because if they don't if the Senate's not going to give them what they want, which they ever will, and Biden is standing by he's not going to give them this. Right, right. Then at some point, what are they going? What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. And I think that also what needs to be repeated is that the items that they want to hold hostage. Oh my gosh! You know, like social security, but social security. Okay, they've already said they won't touch social security publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they may be. You no, know, they may be trying to do something back. But the bottom line is, what the man has been. If they're not going to touch the things they said they wouldn't touch, right? They can't get it anyway. They can't. They can't get them anyway. And and what's what's so. Um, frightening about this, and what's maddening is the word I'm looking for, about this, number one, is that the debt ceiling and the budget are two separate things. They're trying to conflate the two. The And, and they're running around saying that the White House is holding this up. The White House turned in its budget March 9th. They have yet to turn in a budget, even though budget and, and debt ceiling are two different things. And people keep saying they raised the debt ceiling without any questions three times under Trump. But now they, uh, even though Trump said, that's what they do to us. No, they didn't do that to you. When you were president, they passed a debt ceiling, a clean debt ceiling bill three, three different times. Okay, but what they're, what they're trying to do, what the Republicans are trying to do, holding hostage the U.S. and world economy, is to get things into, get things done 
and 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 de- de- deleted, defeated, and, and cut out things that they can't get done legislatively because because they have such a slim um, margin in the House and the Senate is in uh, democratic hands. In, the, in democratic hands, so they can't get them through legislation. They want to roll back Pell Grant. They want to d- eliminate the student loan help. They want to, and, and talking about Social Security, one thing they're talking about for Social Security and Medicare work is work requirements. Number one, the work requirements, which were initially put in by Bill Clinton, the work requirements are already there. People on Medicare, well, first of all, I have to keep saying this, Social Security and Medicare are not entitlements. They are insurance policies. We, from the very first paycheck we got when we were 16, and we got our very first paycheck, and we looked at the gross and the net, and we're shocked <laughs> because the net income was so much less than the gross. That is because at that time, we started paying into the Social Security and Medicare, and we've been doing that all through our working life. Now... It is time to get paid, get the benefits of those insurance policies. They are not entitlements, and, and we have to get stop calling them entitlements, number one. Number two, they're trying to raise the retirement age, okay, so thinking that that would help to help Social, Security, help Social Security, and that would be an attack on Social Security, of course. And some, one of the Republicans even said, oh, raise the retirement age. People won't care. They didn't care in France. How dumb are you? When they tried to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64, there were riots in the streets in Paris for weeks. So they're totally clueless. But also need to remember that people on Medicaid, for example... They are they they are very low income, which is why they are on Medicaid because they can't get um, health insurance and hospital insurance any other way, and they already and those people who are getting those the federal money they already have work requirements. Most of the people who receive welfare or food stamps, which is another place they want to cut, are um, already working. They just are not making enough money. To buy food, they leave their job and go to the food bank. Well, where they're being disingenuous again is that the programs that they are targeting will not save the money they, they want to save. Right? I mean, that is a very small portion exactly. of, of the budget. So they, I mean, they can't. You, you need to go after defense. Right. Right. And tax loopholes. Right. If they were to, to get the money they want, right. are the areas that they refuse, they cannot, would not possibly touch. So it's clear what they two, two things. One, they know that's not going to get the money. Right. What they're doing, they're, they're playing to their base saying we're going after the poor black and brown people right, and right. cutting them off at the knees. Right. That's what that's about. That's not about we want to balance them, but they could care less about the numbers. But it's also it's also to own the libs because they want to eliminate every bill, every every bill and every good program that Biden has done in the past two years. Right. And and that's but that's part of owning the libs. Right. I mean, is, is they say they tell their base, look, we know these people are all so welfare queens that this we're right. gonna cut mm-hmm. so we're gonna cut off their programs. You know, and then trying to get mute, put press the mute button when it comes out that most of the white people right. who are on these programs, poor white women, right? They, 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 um, food stamps, American, mm-hmm. well, they mm-hmm. have food stamps anymore, but well, but no, it's called the, SNAP. It's now. called SNAP now, mm-hmm, right? but, mm-hmm. but all these programs—that's that what they want to cut. Right. They, they want to cut, cut SNAP. SNAP. They want to cut Meals on Wheels for seniors. Right. They want to cut veterans benefits. Right. They want all these things they want to cut, but they but they it's not going to. To do what they wanted to do. Right, it's right. It's not going to do what they wanted to do. But again, but in, as far as conflating 
the debt ceiling and the budget, mm-hmm. which I mean, sad to say, even the media is buying into that now. Right, started right. to calling it the debt ceiling negotiations when it's not that. You, you don't negotiate the debt ceiling, right? I mean, and they're not. That's not what they're doing, but they're insisting that this is what's happening. But the other thing is, is that they're. But the Republicans again, they. You know, I'll, I'll give them this. They know what they're doing. Right. So they're, t- they're taking the cue from Trump. They know most people do not know. Right. Different. So when you, and when you start having even the media saying, okay, why won't Biden come to the table? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, most folks, they start to wonder, well, gee, why won't he come to the table? Right. Now understand, he came to, like you said, he gave the budget back in March. Which is a whole nother thing, thing from the debt end. It's not the same thing. I mean, so it's, so that you can't, so you cannot, you can't conflate the two. Right, right. And we're going to continue on this both in our weekly writings on the We Are Speaking Substack and on our podcast because this is very, 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 very serious. And so we're going to move on to our second list of five. But first, a word from our sponsor. Your podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community, where we offer branding and marketing services, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching for specifically independent writers and creative and solo professionals. And you can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. Keith, the second five have to do, because the Republicans are so dangerous, this is not your grandfather's Republican Party. It's not even your father's Republican Party. Okay, this is not it. And it's funny because people like Ronald Reagan would never, Never be allowed into the today's Republican Party. So, so we have to start today making sure that we are ready for the um, local elections that are happening still in 2023, and especially for the elections in 2024. And Keith, what are some of the things we can do to get ready? Well, one thing we can do is is check your voter voter registration, voting laws, rules, and regulations in your precinct. We need you to go, you know, on your own. Grass level. I'm all as 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 mm-hmm. Tip O'Neill used to say, former Speaker of the House. All politics is local. So right. You, so what? And it's also what I believe President Obama said when it's um, paraphrasing. But it's that we we are the ones we've been waiting for. Right. So, so everybody wants to talk about what the president will do and everything else. It's what will you? What will you do? Right. JFK said that. Right. You know, right. Do? And I think that this is what this what what we can do. You, you check your voter registration, voting laws, rules, regulations in your precinct. See if you can apply for a mail-in ballot. See if there's any drop boxes. If there's early vote, if there is early voting, what types of ID or required? Because you may mm-hmm. go ahead. You know, I was going to say because there's they're, they're definitely they're, they keep changing it. Right? They keep they keep changing this, and there's all kind and there's been attacks on what kinds of ID people can have, what's being accepted. Right. And, I mean, it used to be there's there's been the I, I fight you shouldn't even have to have that. Right. But now there's a fight about okay, what will the driver's license suffice? Will this suffice? Well, what, well, so you need to find out what and and keep following it right. because I Pam just said they changed the rules. Right. So and know. work with the organizations in your local area who are helping people to make sure that these right. things are done. Right. But but you skipped over number one. Number one oh, is... I'm, okay, I, I was just talking about specific things. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, But number one is remember that Joe Biden is going to be the Demo- Democratic nominee mm-hmm. for president and Kamala Harris is going to be the Democratic mm-hmm. um, nominee for vice president. And there are still some people who are trying to say Joe's too old, blah, 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 blah. We should have somebody new. Do you realize this is 2023? We don't have time to get anybody new. Joe has been doing an 
excellent job. Kamala has been doing an excellent job. And who else do you think is going to do it? Marianne Williamson? Robert Kennedy Jr.? Are you kidding me? Stop obsessing about their age and start propping them up. When I say propping them up, promoting them as the answer for our ticket. And that's the thing because it's really important to emphasize and sometimes we Democrats joke about it, but we joke about it because it's too often true, is that we can be our own worst enemy. And we're always and looking for the, yeah, we'll look for, for the perfect, for perfect candidate. candidate. And now that, but we're, we're, we're looking for the perfect candidate. And one thing you can learn from the Republicans, what they do, they rally behind Trump. Right. No matter what, they wouldn't even give themselves in the convention, wouldn't even give themselves a platform. Right. They said whatever he said. Right. I mean, right. So we don't want to do that. But the point is that they're saying, this is our guy. That's it. Right. We don't care what he did. We don't care if he raped small children. This is our guy. And that level of commitment, that's what, without the ugly side, mm-hmm. but that level of commitment, and, and if they can commit to a thug. Right. I mean, these guys are committing to a man who whose list of criminal offenses you can't even find the end of. Exactly. I mean, and if we can't at least get by, the very least you can do is get behind a man who's accomplished more than almost any other president. In two Before, years. In two years, what anybody else has ever done. In four and, years. In four right. years. You know, and, and, we, and we love President Obama, but mm-hmm. he's managed to surpass. Right. Well, for, for, for a lot of different for, reasons. For a lot of different reasons. But, uh, and also to remember that, now I, the thought just get, came out of my, left my mind, but to remember that, to, to stand by Joe and Kamala, number one, but, oh, that's what, that was the other thing. In 2016, there were a lot of third, you know, the, there were the Bernie bros, yeah, right. okay, and... When Bernie didn't get the nomination, a lot of them didn't vote at all. Some people voted for third parties and, party, and, yeah. and things like that. And yet Hillary still got three million more votes than Trump. And it was because of these other people who didn't vote that Trump was able to win the Electoral College. And those who went for that third party. That didn't vote or voted their conscience mm-hmm. or voted third party. And, and the Bernie Bros were really mad. Okay. In 2016, the Bernie Bros were still mad, but not as mad. I mean, in 2020, but not as mad as they were in 2016. And there were no third party no, no, you know, not third party people in the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. And Trump keeps saying, well, I got 75, 70 million votes. Blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Joe got 81 million. Okay. And this time we have to make, we have to be very, very careful because there's a, uh, an organization called nolabels.org and they are trying to promote a quote unquote unity candidate. To, to go up against both the Republicans and the Democrats, but we know that that unity candidate will pull votes from the Democrats because some of the Democrats still won't follow the program. And these are people who don't, who oh, don't, do, mm-hmm. who do not understand the stakes. Right, right, right. I mean, you cannot possibly understand what we're up against and what could, and what we stand to lose and want to put in another candidate to pull away votes from President right, Biden. Right. You know, that, that's, and that's the thing is it was a, it's much more serious now, mm-hmm. but it was the same, But we told them that, we told them that in 2016. That's what I'm saying. It was the same situation mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. and, and people and need to know this again. Where is where is Bernie now? Oh no no Bernie Bernie's already come out. Biden's that's, that's my guy. That's, that's, he came that's, that's, out that's like a month ago. Point. Is that but long but even with, but he joined the he joined the cabinet. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, uh, President Biden reached out to him, mm-hmm. just like President Obama reached out to Hillary Clinton. Right. Yeah, and pulled him in. So it's like all you folks who were screaming. Right. And, and, and still saying that Bernie got screwed. And I said, Bernie got on board. Right. Exactly. And, exactly. and why aren't you understand? Why aren't you screaming about that? Now? Right. Like, right. And if, if Bernie 
understands. And right. Mm-hmm. Then, and then we we have we, we cannot afford to tank to tank the ship. Right. 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 Okay, and number three, and that, which goes along with number two, is especially if you have students away in college, because the Republicans know that the young people are going for the Democrats two to one. And so they're trying to stop the young people from voting because they know that wherever the young people are voting, that's when Democrats win. So if you have students away from college or students who whose original address was voting address was at your house, but now either they're away in college or they moved away and they haven't really checked to make sure that they have re-registered and, and check the local laws there. So because they are going after, they, they even are, are saying, we should raise the voting age from 18 to 25 because they, they know the young people are out there. And the young people are for the Democrats for many, many different reasons. <clears throat> number four, Keith. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, number four is, is be pay, and we kind of like what we said earlier, but pay attention to your state and local elections. Like I said, like I said, Tip O'Neill that said everything, all politics is it's local. local. Mm-hmm. And so, so pay attention to what you, and that's everything. That's right. school board, that's city council, that's everything, county commissioner, all of that. Like I said, they are just as important, if not more important, presidential election. So all, all these people, and, and that's what, and that's, again, that's what the Republicans began to realize. And because mm. when they, this movement didn't just start right. three years ago. They started this like 30 years right, ago. Right, exactly. And they started by running their candidates in city council elections, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then county elections, school board. And next thing you know, they were taking over all these local, you know, all the, including and state, what, legislature. state legislature. Mm-hmm. And what, and right, state legislature. And what happened is it's a training camp. Right. They go to city council, learn how that works. Then they run their people for state legislature. Mm-hmm. Then they get more then they run the Vermont. So now we have all these people and right. turning around and we're wondering what's happening in Texas where they're making, where they're, where they're you know, designing school books. Right. Well, they, they're, their people just took over the whole board. Right. You know, obviously, the presidential election is important, but these, this is something that you can get you can get to. You can attend the meeting. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You, exactly. You, you, can't, you can't go to a White House meeting. Right. You can go to a city council right. meeting. And you can go to your state. You can go to your yeah. state capitol. Right. Because if you remember, well, you here in Michigan, we definitely remember because in 2020, when our governor, Gretchen Whitmore, locked down the state because of COVID, people actually went to the state legislature with AR-15s yeah. in the Capitol Dome. And that was a dress rehearsal for January 6th. That was a dress rehearsal for January 6th. But these people, because visitors to the gallery are up high, like on the second floor, you can be seen. They could have shot down everybody in the in the legislature on the first floor. And so you have to also remember, and this was in April. Now, COVID hit in March. In April, they're all mad about the, the, the state was locked down. This is Michigan. They were mad because they couldn't plant their gardens. You can't plant gardens in Michigan until May, you know, until the end of May, actually. And so they were mad that they couldn't go to Home Depot and couldn't go to the stores and all that without masks. That was that was an attempt, of course, to stop the spread of COVID, especially when we didn't know that much about it. All we knew was that you could sneeze on somebody and kill them. And so already the Republicans are still um, against COVID vaccinations. And it, and, it, and it has something to do with your state legislature. So that's why it's so important to um, look at your state and local elections. Look at the judges who are often elected. And if judges are not elected, then they are appointed by the state, by the governor and the state legislature. So th- that's why you really, 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 even before it's we get so to the important. Supreme Court. So it's really, really important right now to look at your state elect your state and local elections right now get involved and that's what the 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 democratic the 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 um, chair of the democratic party in new 
in, in North Carolina. It's only 25 years old. I saw her yesterday. They interviewed her yesterday. And that's what she was saying. She said in North Carolina, there's some local votes in 2023. Mm-hmm. But it's, and in North Carolina, all of the statewide, the, the governor and the attorney general, they're all Democrats. Mm-hmm. But the Republicans have the legislature. And so, and and that's what happens when you don't pay attention to your local elections. And we have time for one more, the last one. And this is from from President Obama. Don't fall for the okie doke. Go ahead. This what people need to understand again is this that contrary to what your eyes may seem to be telling you, this is not a contest between Joe Biden and Donald Trump or any other Republican candidate. Um, that because uh, as, as we know, somebody else entered the race, but. But even we talk about somebody like Liz Cheney, they're still very, very conservative. And she deserves props for what she did for standing up. Mm-hmm. But don't do not forget, this does not, does not mean, I even saw some Democrats somewhere considering her for president. I'm like, no, you understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, that is not. She's still Dick Cheney's daughter. Dick Cheney's daughter. Give her props for what she did. She did the right thing. But she's still Liz Cheney. Uh, and, and also what, this is not about President Biden versus, versus Trump. What this is, is about uh, dem- democracy versus fascism. Right. And the rest, and part of a big reason why a lot of the world is watching is because when you have Viktor Orban, right. who's um, hungry. hungry, who is already putting these fascist policies in place, right. you know, Christian nationalism, et cetera, because the, and other countries are watching, because this, this is now a coordinated movement globally. So right. when you have the Republican Party going to Hungary, Right and and having their events there, mm-hmm. this is I mean we, people need to pay attention. This, they are coordinating, right? I mean, and with Putin in Russia, that's why Putin has already come out in favor of Trump right. because they want they literally. I mean, it's almost like that cartoon, but it's not funny. Pinky the brain, you know, take over the world, right? But it's yeah, serious. Pinky in the brain. The what brain. are we going to do tomorrow? You know, take, take over, over the world. world. That's, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what they want, and they are and they are laying the groundwork, and they Putin. Runs Russia, you know, and Viktor Orban runs. And what they call it, and we got we got to wrap this up. But what they call it is illiberal democracy. They believe in Christian nationalism. They are anti um, LGBT. They are anti immigration. They are anti you know anti Muslim or any other religion that's not Christianity. And that's what they want to to put. That's not Christianity, right? It's not really Christianity, but what they call Christianity. And And, uh, right, right. And so and that's what they want. And that's what these MAGA people want in the United States. Right, right. And and so that is total that's totally unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable to what the United States is supposed to stand for. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always going for a more perfect union. We're not mm-hmm. there yet. Right. But we are we, we are a diverse country, which is what they hate. We are not a white Christian country, which is what right. they want. Right. So we have to keep fighting and we will keep fighting and yep. you'll be hearing from us again. And so thank you for listening. Yep, and see you next time.